subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dawn Legends. I'm going to try and do as many of these as possible throughout the season here. Might jumble a few together if I don't have the time. But first game is in the books, and it was so lopsided. It was wild. Turns out if you played a lot of Heat players, if you're thinking five plus, I think was a big winner in this one. I personally ended up with four, bringing Nisa in late. I ended up changing Jai Richardson to Nisa in this one. So it worked out okay. Obviously, he didn't get to bat, but a couple of wickets helped him out in that one. No economy rate bonus. He was one of the only guys that kind of got hit around. But uh, yeah, it worked out solidly in this one to start. With the batting for the Heat, it was an absolutely dominant performance by Colin Munro. 99 of 61. If you didn't start with him, it is super sad because obviously that 134 is wild. In my first iteration of making my Big Bash squad, I did have Colin Munro as captain, but I didn't end up doing that, and I had him as vice until I brought Nisa in and chucked Nisa as the vice captain. So it happens, but very, very happy to be owning Colin Munro in this one here. Kawaja and Labashain both did their job. What that didn't allow, though, is for some batting for guys like Paul Walter, Michael Nisa, you know, Bartlett, Johnson, these types of guys that a lot of people had as well, just to get that potential extra points there. But... Sam Billings was doing super well there, 18 off 10. Very unfortunate that he didn't get that extra two runs and got caught there. Uh, yeah, very, very annoying for us owners of him because that actually, if he got a two there, if he got out in the next few balls, he would have picked up you know, plenty of extra points. And instead of getting the 28 for this game, he would have ended up in the 50s very, very comfortably, unfortunately for him and his owners in that one. The bowling side for the Stars wasn't amazing at all. Ollie Stone was looking fairly good after his two overs, but... His economy rate ended up in 9.5 with no wickets there in that one. Obviously, guys, the dot balls is pretty important in this one as well. So just looking at that uh, in this one, surprisingly enough, Maxwell bowled three overs and still ended up with seven dot balls, but got hit for 44 and a big economy rate in that one. One wicket obviously was helpful. For anyone who picked up Coulter Nile, he unfortunately picked up a bit of a calf complaint, um, but still finished out the four overs, didn't get the economy rate bonus, and none of the bowlers did in this one. 
Main issue here really is if you went with Osama Mir, the two overs, none for 20 in this one wasn't uh, the way to go. Unfortunately, picking him um, at his sort of, you know, fairly decent high price too. So not ideal in that one. Move to the stars. And as I said, if you went for heat batsmen and heat bowlers, you would have won out very much in this one. And the craziness of the score from our man, Mitch Swepson. I did have him in my original team. He was on the bench, so I would have had to potentially try and loop him. Uh, but in this one, he's three for 23. Picked up the little economy rate bonus as well. Just with that last ball, it got him in uh, inside that one there, which worked out well for him. Getting that wicket as well, the first ball of that fourth over. For those that own Matt Kuhneman, that worked out pretty solidly. He got the 15 points in bonus, got the one wicket there of Stoinis and uh, obviously a wicket for Walter. So pretty much everyone got involved in it. That last serve for Bartlett picked him up, I think, 70 points, which was crazy. Uh, and Michael Neeser getting two wickets in the first over. Unfortunately, no economy rate bonus, but a lot of dot balls in that one. Pretty much worked out for everyone except, except Spencer Johnson. He copped a, a, bad, a, a tough over against Glenn Maxwell, but did pick up a wicket in his second over. Same for that with Paul Walter, but just the one uh, wicket for him. And the one over is a little bit concerning. For Walter, you definitely hope that in the second and third game, if they get on for that second one, it seems like the rain is very much there in Adelaide at the moment that he can pick things up. Um, but again, likely one of those players that he's probably only going to be a one-week option anyway. Uh, I have Kuhneman in my team. That helped out as well. But batting for the Stars wasn't great. Harper, I thought, was off to a, a nice start, the, the lucky four to start. I thought he had a, a second one there, but obviously that ended up being the wicket for Niza. So thankfully that, you know, owning both those guys, at least they get some benefit out of him getting out. But only four points for Harper in that one was one of the lows of the game. Stoinis obviously ended up with 12 points, the catch and the two runs. Uh, thankful for me, I didn't end up picking Stoinis, but it's very frustrating that, you know, when I saw there that he was going to be batting five, um, yeah, it wasn't really exciting for me in, in, in terms of looking to pick him up. Definitely wasn't the right play. Uh, and they didn't have bowling either. So that uh, yeah, hurt even more. We'll see what happens with, you know, Goulton Isle and these subs and, and Maxwell and these subs of players with they, their potential injuries as if he does start to bowl again. Um, or, you know, they've got Harris Ralph to come back who's probably going to come in and take some overs anyway. So, yeah, pretty tough across the board there for any of the batsmen apart from Glenn Maxwell getting his bonus, uh, which was lovely for him. An extra 25 on that point to go along with his 23 runs. And the wicket there. So still end up a good game for Maxwell at his crazy cheap price. Hilton Carwright came out and did well as well. But again, a guy batting six. Not one we want to be looking at. Um, but yeah, wickets across the board for the Heat guys was awesome. And these are where the scores ended up. So personally, uh, not going with Swepson or Bartlett. Uh, we're kind of the only real two misses, unfortunately. There, but Munro, 134. Maxwell, the 73. Very happy with Kuhneman. I bought him for a 34 average. And he, uh, he beat that. Obviously, Nisa, we're hoping for a little bit more from him. Uh, yeah, sort of that 50-odd to 60. If he got that one more wicket in that third over, it would have been great. Billings just, just missed out on that few extra runs, uh, which cost him sort of, you know, the 25 points there. And then Harper was a little bit poor on uh, on that front there. But yeah, so my, my one change, guys, Nisa came in for Jai Richardson. Few decisions need to be made tonight if we're going for Aaron Hardy or Tom Curran. Kind of where my thoughts are at the moment. In, uh, in that Renegades versus uh, Sixers game. Uh, but very excited to see what that final team list throws up at us and also um, yeah, which selections we're going to take because I do have a lot of Renegades players. I think we might see Fraser McGurk up fairly high. Um, 
but yeah, so Stars guys just wasn't the wasn't the night for him. It was only Maxwell and Cartwright that did any any good uh, in that one. And then you kind of you know for the most part got away with some okay scores. Even Spencer Johnson there, twenty five thirty for Paul Walter. Not terrible when you're looking at someone like Harper, but hopefully he bounces back and the Stars bounce back in this one. It just wasn't the night for their batters, and he didn't get a catch at all at keeper in this one. So that's our first daily update. Uh, you know, wish you all the best of luck heading into round uh, into the second game of round one. Um, let's see how Smitty goes tonight.